to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. Hey, everyone. It's AG from Muller She Wrote and The Daily Beans. And Steve Pearson from the How We Win podcast. We're bringing together some of our besties for a live super pod to raise money for the How We Win Fund and elect Democrats in November. Featuring us, of course. The hilarious Frangela duo. Ben and Brett Mazelis from the Midas Touch podcast. And the one and only Kathy Griffin. Join us on Monday, August 22nd at Largo in Los Angeles. Go to HowWeWinLive.com and get your tickets now. That's HowWeWinLive.com. a lot. It's a lot. Maybe more than I'm prepared for on short notice. I know. I, I'm sorry. I, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> you got a lot going on. So, my back is killing me. <laughs> oh, you're aching back. Oh, my God. Is it your lumbago or your sciatica? It's my lumbago. Okay. <laughs> that seemed like a cartoon ailment. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It's my lumbar. It's Welcome my lower lumbar. Welcome to this lumbar. week's edition it's very of much From in the Bunker pain. with Jody Hamilton and David Shockey. You're a bad Jew. You do bad Jew. I do bad Jew? Yeah. I'm very sorry. I'm not Jewish. Yeah, who, who could have known? I'm not. I'm a nice little Catholic girl. Who could have figured that out? I'm a nice Catholic girl. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Old lady. Hi. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. I know. It must have been horrible for you. It's been a while. It's like I three know. weeks. Here I am. Thank you for sure. switching with Mr. Barton. He's somewhere in California. I'm down for the cause. I know. That's what's wonderful about you. If you want to email David and thank him, email him at info at from-the-bunker.com. If you don't like him, then send it to nick at iloveandculture.com. And I'll, David I'll take will be sure mail. to get that. I'll take the hate mail. He'll I, be I'm sure down to get for that. constructive criticism. <laughs> so, okay, so today, we'll, some good news. We'll start with uh, the president uh, signed the Inflation Reduction Act, the IRA. Are we at a point... Uh, in the calendar, <clears throat> where this collection of good news, whether it's 3.4% unemployment, 500,000 jobs last month, stock market back up over 34,000 when it was teetering around 30 or 31 a little Still while was really ago. Still really high. Um, gas prices down a dollar in the last month. And Inflation, keeps going down. The great thing is, that's like I said, that's that's the anchor that's dragging all, that's creating inflation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we should stop bragging about gas prices being down because you know it's hard to take credit for it when you're not willing to take blame for it. Well, no, you shouldn't take either. Exactly. But, you know, just mo- start monitoring inflation, which is going to be, which is going to come down. Like, like I said, the anchor pulling it back down will be gas prices because mm-hmm. that's the biggest driver. That was the, that was the commodity that was most disproportionately out of whack. Well, and people see it on a daily basis. I, I think, I think Biden should do, if he's up for it, a, like a whiteboard press conference, like explain how things happen, explain, you know, 
two years, pandemic, shutdowns, like the global supply chain, people don't realize, like mm-hmm. even I don't realize, I told my brother who's a PhD economist, it's like there's so many things involved in the global supply yes. chain, whether it's insurance policies, whether it's labor contracts, whether it's fuel futures that you're buying based on this much movement of these. I think people think it's like, you know, remember Ethel and Lucy in the candy factory? And it was right. conveyor, like you can just turn it on and off like a conveyor belt. You know, it doesn't work like that. No. And there's a million moving parts to it. And um, I think he should give, you know, a dummy's guide to global supply chain and explain, you know, we told you we were going to do this. I, we get how difficult it is. If you're worried about your medicine, if you're worried about food, if you're worried about your rent and your child's education, I understand this. these aren't statistics to right. you. These are things you live with every waking moment of the day. But they're like difficult Like crudite in Pennsylvania. Oh, God. We, <laughs> we should talk about that, by the way. Uh, right next to the snake oil. Yeah. Um, Explain to people, it's like, you know, we're working on this really hard every day and now we're seeing the results. We're just, you know, we've asked you to be patient and we know that's a lot to ask, but many of you have and we appreciate your patience and it looks like it's paying off. And show the charts and show the lines and show the graphs, you know, and, you know. He's sending out a lot of cabinet members to start doing this very thing. If we crawled even a generic uh, congressional ballots right after the Dobbs decision, Uh when everything was still in the shiter, Uh um... You know, if all of a sudden we get an economy back and and his, you know, and we were doing that with him when his approval was at like 37, 36, bad. If we can get his approval up to 44, 45, that's going to bring everything back up. I believe his last Rasmussen approval rate was, that's Rasmussen. Yeah. Which means it's closer to 50% approval. No, but it's for, for, the real clear average is is around 40 it, but all these things are going to start getting into the ether, and people are going to go, and they're going to see their prescription drug prices are going to get lowered, and they're going to go to the gas price instead of seeing Like I said, I saw 487 on the way here, which seemed impossible. I'm going to drive by to make sure it wasn't a mirage. Yeah. I swear to the baby Jesus, I'm going to drive the wrong Where way. Where on Riverside was it? Uh, you're coming from Woodland Hills uh, or from you, the west side? No, I was coming from uh, Van Nuys. Van Nuys. So I Because the no 101 idea. was a mob scene. There's, the, there's a shell station. Is there a Valero? No. Okay, got it. There are no Valeros on Riverside. Got it. There's, um, there's a Shell. There's a 76. Let's not. Chevrons. We won't, we won't have to go there. But my, my point is, I think we're still in August, August, September, October, first week of November. We have months for these things to creep into the into the, wa- the supply, the water supply, for people to drink this up and say, oh, things are, are feeling a little bit better. Oh, I'm not you know scared to open my IRA or my 401k thing that came from my brokerage account this month because I don't even want to look. Like, I haven't even looked at mine in the last three months. You know what I mean? But it's like, maybe next month I'll take a look because the stock market's back, you know, in the 34s again. And um, it all I think depends people on might when you say, bought in, too. Yeah, but, but, but <laughs> people might say, you know, things aren't that bad. Well, yeah, and that, and that's the other thing. Like, with the CHIPS bill and with this bill, this, this, this in, Inflation Reduction Act includes lowering Medicare prices so that people on Medicare only spend $2,000 a year. That's no more than – less than $200 a month on medication. That's huge. I mean, people that are 65 and over, the they're lucky if they me, don't the spend The biggest thing for me was that, was, that. that I've been screaming for years, like, okay, you don't want to lower you, – you, you want to keep giving them tax breaks – how about a tax floor? 15%. Like, it's yep. hard to argue with. Like, my Medicare for Kids thing. It's hard to argue against that. It's like, okay, you don't want to take a child to the hospital because their parents are broke? That's not cool. I think it's a political winner. I think the 15% corporate minimum tax is a political winner. I've been waiting for it for years. I'm happy that they finally have it on the books. But that's you know, that's going to generate, you know, probably $10 billion. Oh, at least. No, wait a minute. More. More than that. Yeah. It's going to pay for the things that we're trying to pay for, like yes. the climate bill, part of the bill. and, and Maybe $100 billion. And the $2,000, you know, 
uh, ceiling on what you have to pay uh, for prescription medication. And with all of our lakes drying up, it's about time we started spending some money on that. Do you know where that money? Do you know where that money's going to? Um, all sorts of infrastructure, um, uh, probably solar, you know, things to be built here, um, uh, you know, just getting us off of fossil fuels, um, as quickly as we can, which we should have been doing the last 50, 60 years, but, um, but the people that control everything said, no, we're not going to do that. Well, and they lied to us. I mean, oil companies knew. They hid. Yeah. The oil companies knew. Like tobacco knew. companies. Exactly. They, knew, they, they had internal documents that they showed knew. climate change. They believe in it. Yeah. If the oil companies believe in climate change. It's there. Yeah, you guys sitting on the toilet, you know, doing your research on on Facebook about how it's a hoax. Maybe listen to Exxon Mobil. Yeah, their their nineteen uh, eighties paperwork that we was uncovered a few years ago. That's only forty years ago. Um, but yeah, and I mean, it's um, yeah. Unfortunately, it's, it's fallen into a red team blue team uh, problem, and that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Much like uh, the election, much like. All sorts of things. You know what I hate on oh, TV? Wearing masks, getting vaccines, those things. <clears throat> when they show uh, somebody's being interviewed, whether it's whatever network it's on, and they're showing the name of the person and his job and his state, and it has an R or D next to his name, they should stop doing that. Because when I see an R or D next to somebody's name, I immediately Have an, filter a, what they're about to opinion. say through my preconception of who they are and what they stand for. A lot of times... You know, when I don't see the person's name, I'm I, like, I wonder, like, is this person Republican or Democrat? I can't tell. And that's the way it should always be. You'd hope. I think nowadays, though, you really don't need, an, except for a, a small handful of Republicans. Well, it, it was one of a small handful of people, or it could have been a Democrat. But how about just letting me hear what the person has to say without any preconceived notions about who I think this person is or what the motives is, and let me decide for myself? Well, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's what, like, judge, judgeships are like that, because they're not supposed to be political. Correct. When you vote for a judge, you look at that person's record. You know what I? You know what I? I, I also hate that I'm starting saying they talk about unelected judges. Unelected judges. Well, first of all, I don't like the fact that they're elected either. It's just it's the here, weirdest here, job. Here's the problem with, with that. First of all, you hear these Republicans always talk about unelected judges. Now I hear about Democrats talking about unelected judges in the wake of the Dobbs decision. There's a reason that judges are not elected. Well, no, they are at, at the so at the, at the county level. But I'm talking about federal judges, appellate judges, all all the, these these big judges, Supreme Court judges, whatever whatever it is. It's because so they can be Apolitical. immune mm-hmm. to the, the, the caprice and whims of social changes and whatnot. Also, the fact is, this is how our system is. They are appointed, but they're appointed by people we elected. Right. We elected people to appoint these judges because we trust the judgment of the people we Elect. elected. That's what a republic is. appoint the kind of judges that we think are appropriate for whatever. It's a representative whatever. democracy. So I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Stop complaining about unelected judges because it's a critical part well, the of problem, our political infrastructure. I agree. The problem, though, with, say, this, the United States Supreme Court because it's no longer a filibustered position. Well, there was a disruption event. It was Mitch McConnell. So 51 votes now is all a Supreme Court justice needs. It used to need at least 60. And so... And you would regularly get 70 or 80 because people understood that ju- a president has the right to pick his judge. And you wouldn't appoint somebody so political and so partisan. All that we and ask so- is that the person is qualified for the job. Now, Trump, that's a different thing. I mean, he was pointing people that weren't even qualified by the ABA that had never tried a case right. before, you know. Gorsuch was the only one that was qualified that he appointed. Neil Gorsuch. He was the only one. I mean, it's not that three. I don't think Amy Coney Barrett isn't smart enough or knowledgeable enough for the job. I just think that, that I think the Constitution is not her priority. I think the Bible is. It is. And I think that's a big problem. I agree. In fact, that's very anti-constitutional of her. Correct. Um, 
uh, for a textualist. I, I, I don't have questions with her intellectual capacity. Oh, I'm sure capacity. she's very smart. I'm sure she's very smart. You know, if you're teaching law at Notre Dame, you, you, you probably have a pretty good handle on the law. Yeah. If you're teaching at DeVry School of uh, the Rules, probably not. Probably not. You're absolutely right. Of legal rules and some such. Well, um, uh, uh, so today we have primaries in Alaska and Wyoming. Um, I'll probably never go to Alaska. I want to go. Have you been there? No. Yeah. I want to go. Okay. I do. Before I gotta, everything I gotta, melts. I got other places on my list. But I want to okay. go before everything melts. Um, I do want to go. It's a beautiful country. I mean, the photographs are just... Alaska is a beautiful country. It is beautiful up there. Um, are, so, they NATO, are they in NATO? <laughs> uh, speaking of, we are... Finland and Sweden will be By joining the way, that's NATO. By the way, that's a huge poll. That's another great huge. accomplishment. Huge. Rand Paul he's, he's voting against like it. He's becoming like a quietly Truman-esque consequential president. Roosevelt-esque, Johnson-esque. You know what I love? My favorite president of the 20th century, who I think has been underestimated for years. I, I saw, you know, every now and then some kind of highfalutin think tank, whatever, of ex-historians and whatever, historians and whatever, mm-hmm. put out a list of the top. You know, they rank the presidents. I think it's Pierce is at the bottom and Buchanan and Trump and, you know, the people that literally allow the country to John, fall into Andrew a civil Johnson, war. Andrew Johnson, he's bad guy. Bad. Top five. Jackson, excuse me. But you know me. who finally made it? My favorite president of the 20th century finally made the top five, or who? type six. Who? Who do you think my favorite president of the 20th century is? Were you alive? I'm not going to tell you. Well, that because that's help. too much of a... I'm going to go with Carter. Eisenhower. Eisenhower. I would have I voted for him. Yeah. I totally would have voted for him. He, did you read his platform? When he was running for the president. Oh, nutty. <laughs> that's a demo- That's a far left Democrat totally. now. So, no, and, I would totally vote for Eisenhower. He invented the term military industrial complex. Yes, com- he did. A, well, he knew. Errol, Errol Morris has a documentary called Why We Fight. And it's fascinating. It's about the military industrial complex. And you, and you, looked, you listened to someone like a... Um, God, who was the... I can't uh, believe he wasn't in the top 10 before, though. I, I don't know where he was, but he's, he's with a bullet. Moving up. Um, who who is the Secretary of Defense under during World War Two? Uh, no, during the Vietnam War. Vietnam um, War was McFarland. Uh, not McFarland. Mc, Mc, Mc something. I don't. Know. And he's very very similar. It's amazing how similar he is to Rumsfeld. He's got the hair slicked back. Mm-hmm. He was like, they made it. He was head of GM, like CEO, when he was twenty five. Like he was one of these brilliant wonderkins, but just uh-huh. couldn't see anything right. And uh, I remember, and he was being interviewed. So this is before he died. Um, and but they showed the entire uh, leave, you know, when Eisenhower was leaving office mm-hmm. and his mili- what they call the military industrial complex speech, but it was more than that. But basically, his takeaway was I think this is a quote heaven help the next president that doesn't know the, as much about the military as I do. Now, <laughs> what president since George Washington might have known as much? And he wasn't even really a great general, he just he lucked into a lot of wins. But I, what president could have known more about the, the military than Eisenhower? And also, he, um, uh, he was the last Republican president to legally get elected because Nixon screwed up Vietnam by talking to the Viet Cong about not... You could, you could argue that Nixon won in 60. You, uh, like, people have looked at what oh, happened yeah. in Illinois, and it, it was ugly. But, I mean, so, so but when he did get elected in 68... Um, it he was had, because they... Is that he a made violation? a deal with that's the... It was treason. Of, that's the Logan Act. Yeah, he... he there's recordings of President Johnson going, that's treason. Like keeping the, like, let's keep this thing going. Until I get elected. Yeah. And then with Reagan negotiating with Iran to keep the hostages, also not legal. 
But he was, he was already a president by that time. No, he wasn't. He oh, negotiated that in 1980. Did they, was that, was that, or that would have been... 7980. Yeah, they were 81. released in 81. They were like the day after his inauguration. Yeah. I thought they just did that. The Ayatollah did that just to stick that in the eye of Carter. He uh, did it to stick so it that, in the eye of so Carter. He, so he had people negotiate yes. that release the day after. Yeah. Or saying, just hold. Hold, 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 on. Hold, 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 hold. And then we'll talk about, I don't know, guns and certain things that we're going to deal with you. And things of that type. Nuclear. Dings, nuclear. And then you got George W. Bush technically not winning in 2000. 500,000 votes he lost by in the popular vote. And then Donald Trump. No, it's the people. So I mean, Eisenhower's the, the last the, decent Republican. Well, this is a right. This is a right-leaning country. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. Not even close. No. When Democrats win the popular vote in the seven of the last eight elections, yeah. we're not right-leaning. Well, that's what we're. That's what we, why we're seeing. That's what, like I said, like a broken record. We're not watching politics. We're watching Darwinism. Well, oh, and you asked. And they're going to kill all of us, by the way, if we don't like start taking this seriously. You asked me after the Kansas abortion vote. That was so long ago. How can I remember I such a know. thing? You asked me about. Uh, ballot initiatives that oh, the states could put on there to drive turnout. Okay, so there are 26 states, including the state of California, as you know, have ballot initiatives. They're not all the same way how to get it on the Give ballot. Give me an example. Uh, well, for us, every goddamn year we have something that we're voting on as a ballot initiative. Proposition. No, no, give me, give me an abortion. Oh, uh, not, I don't initiative. know about here, um, but but just to let you know, there are 26 states that have the ability to put things on the ballot for a popular vote for do, their do, state. Do they have time? 14 of those states are red states, including Kansas. Now, for that's this, all I care about, red and purple. This state, uh, this election, maybe not everybody has the enough. Uh, signatures, signatures, but perhaps a special election next year, or certainly by twenty-four. Yeah, but I'm I'm hoping that additional voter turnout that's going to go to the polls based on you know people are going to the polls Roe based on that anyway because is we also going to push their representative. Into that's office. also going to happen just by campaigning. If you're a Democrat running against a Republican in a purple state that hit, say was Democratic in 2018 and then flipped in 2020, right back to a red district, the Democrat running against go, I will vote to codify Roe into law. Will you? No, you voted no, no, it they, down they, in they, the they, House. They, they have to get that every They're single Republican to. running on record before 2024. And oh, that's, 22. But I mean, that's going to be a that's going to that's going to it's going to be a national referendum every single presidential election. Republicans won't be able to get elected president. No. Period. If you because you can't win the Republican primary without saying, of course, I'm, I'm in favor of a national referendum. Outlawing abortion. By the way, I'm going on record as saying I 100% fully support the DCCC's um, and senatorial one to back the most far right candidate to put them on the ballot. I know it's a risky strategy, but desperate, the- desperate times call for desperate measures. It's not like I Meyer in Michigan that lost, and he was whining like a little baby about, you know, you guys are just, you know, you're just as responsible for. It's like, dude. We we need to fight fire with fire. You guys have been hitting us with a flamethrower for the last forty years, and we've come back with like a bick that's running out of running out of juice. We you know, sorry, dude, your collateral damage. I get that you're one of the good ones, but we're trying to win. We're trying not to be driven to extinction, which is basically what you guys are looking at. There's forty more more of us than there are of them. If it was reversed, we'd be in re-education camps right now. Okay. I agree with you to a certain extent in in purple districts, because most likely the Democrat. Well, that's only where they're doing it. They're not idiots. No, no, no. That district was a reliable red district in Michigan. Yeah, and so the problem with a crazy person, he's probably going to win, not the Democrat. See that? Like, if it's a reliable, like in Wyoming or in or in you know, I trust that they know something that we don't. Hope so. 
I mean, in Wyoming, it's two to one Republican registration over Democratic registration. Well, Wyoming, uh, Oklahoma, and West Virginia are the three reddest states in the country. So uh, that, that, Kansas, that's, it's pretty red. But I mean, they're de- they're. Oh, I think Wyoming is one, Oklahoma is two, West Virginia is three, and they bounce around. But they're all like you know Trump plus thirty eight kind of states. Right. So I mean, with Liz Cheney probably losing her her primary today, if she runs as an independent, then the Democrat has a shot. Oh, I could see her. No, no, there are even I think they did the math that I don't think there are enough Democrats and independents. Lynn Liz uh, Liz Cheney can be a, 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 not only do I think she should run because she can pull a reverse Trump and she can garner twenty to twenty three percent of the you know sane Republican vote. You know, whereas Trump was the only crazy outsider running against 15 establishment mm-hmm. Republicans, and they had to chop up 15. No, I'm talking about in her state of Wyoming. Uh, she's not winning that. that. She's not winning that. 2024, she can either run and really carve out a lane for, you know, assuming that, you know, Kasich and Christie don't get in there and carve that out. I think she can have that same Republican lane to herself. And if you can get 20% of the vote with in a race with eight people, you're a front runner. You're, you're going to make noise in some states. In Iowa, in New Hampshire, wherever it is. New no, I'm Hampshire. talking about if I she ran she as an win. independent in Wyoming against who wins the primary. Oh, I still don't think she can win. No, but if she ran as an independent, no, that would pull Republican I, votes. And then perhaps the Democrat could get into Wyoming. I that's don't a, think there's enough. That's a, I, th- I, th- I, think, I think she should keep her powder dry. I think she now. Well, she's as, not going to run. She's a martyr Wyoming. and yes. she's this heroic figure. Right. You know, even amongst, you know, regular American citizens that are not particularly partisan. I mean, we all regarded her as, you know, she's rep- evil, repellent. She still is. B- with her positions, but she could also run as an independent in 2024. And then she would A pull from the Republican. Party. Oh, yes. And then the Democrat would No, she, she could literally destroy. If she wanted to destroy destroy this mess that the Republican Party has become, all she has to do, I'm sure she could raise the money. Oh, yeah, she could. Democrats will give her the money. Run, uh, you know, all you need to do is pull six to five to 10 percent of the vote. Yep. You know, run it as a heroic. Perot got twenty percent. He got a lot, and he didn't get one elector. But he, but he's a moderate. You, you know, it's just um, he. She can pull enough votes in enough states where the Republican candidate, whether it's DeSantis, which who she can't stand either, mm-hmm. or Trump, won't win. She can absolutely put a fork, a fondue fork, in both their eyes. I'm down with and that. And believe me. This is when she when she started going on this. I believe that she's sincere. I believe she's a hundred percent sincere in her belief in what she's doing right now. But the for fact the that committee, yes, absolutely. But the, but the fact that there's, I but I'm sure she is a hundred percent aware of the ancillary benefits that are accruing to her um, politically as a result of these actions. I think she'd do it anyway if there weren't. But this is accruing serious political capital. And, uh, you know, and burnishing her integrity, burnishing her well, reputation. We have to remind Democrats and independents that she literally said about a month and a half ago that Democrats want to kill fetuses up until the day of giving birth. So she said that out loud. I get so it. So she's not a good person. But th- that's the kind of thing I want her to say when she's trying to steal Republican votes. Well, Speaking of, I think she could be. She could be. The, ironically, she could be, end up being the one that saves this republic. She might. I mean, she and Kinzinger. Kinzinger's also looking at a presidential run, by the way. Um, and he did vote Those for gun legislation. Those crazy kids should hook up and make a deal. He voted for gun legislation. She did not. Anyway, um, uh, so yes, she's up for for her re-election in her primary in Wyoming, and then Sarah Palin and Lisa Murkowski are both in their primaries today. 
Murkowski's going to win. Murkowski yes, had to run win. one year as a write-in, yes. and you have to spell the candidate's name exactly right. You can't be one letter off no matter how what your convoluted was. the name is. Well, he, her dad was the governor, so Alaskans But her name was Murkowski, and, and enough, uh, she, she won with a write-in, and everyone spelled their name right. I mean, that's impressive. We it live is. in a country where most people don't know the name of the vice president, and they don't. They, you know, you see these things on the street with asking people the most simple questions in the world. Well, I mean, people can't even spell Gavin Newsom's name right here, and it's a simple name. N e w s o n. S o n. People s- people spell it with an e at the end. Newsom. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. I don't because that's not how you spell his name. He's running for president too, by the way. Eventually, um, but yeah, Murkowski's going to win her her primary. I mean, I don't think there's a doubt in. in anybody's mind that she's going to win that. And Sarah Palin is up against a few other Republicans. But they're ranked guy, choice I voting. A, I think it's a Begich. I think it's a guy who's also from a popular political family there. But his father was a Democrat. He's a Republican. Yeah. Um, and it's ranked choice voting, so it's going to take at least till the end of the week before we know Alaska. Oh, so f- fake, fake. This is, uh, this is rigged. Clearly, I like ranked take, choice if, voting. If it, I takes, think it's if it takes a week, it's rigged. Right. Um, so we should know Liz Cheney's What's outcome. What's up with Carrie Lake? She's crazy. Is she going to win? Can she win? It's possible, but hopefully because not. Because I was the one, I was kind of rooting for her to win that because it seems like she's more of the crazy, much more of the crazy. Well, the woman the running against, have you seen what the woman running against Liz Cheney looks like? She looks like the Joker, and Katie, and and what's her face, Carrie Lake, had a really crazy baby. Well, what other kind of baby could the Joker? Because her and eyes Carrie are like have? that, and her makeup's terrible. And she was a huge proponent of Liz for a long time, but then again, you had to kiss the ring of the Cheney family in Wyoming for the last forty years if you wanted to get anything done in that state. Yeah. But yeah, no, she's a backstabbing. Yeah, and she's awful, and she's 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 just awful. Um, so we should know Liz Cheney's outcome probably by tomorrow morning, if not tonight. Oh, I know now. Um, well, officially, I know. Officially um, and then Alaska, now. <laughs> we we everybody's pretty sure that Murkowski's going to hold on to her uh, seat. I hope this is the last term for her. How old is Lisa Murkowski? Would you she's say sixty-four? Young. She's not. She ain't going anywhere. Because then she could really vote and do some things that she might have wanted to do, but re-election would keep really? her from doing. There are a bunch of senators retiring that are still not doing the right thing. So that's not even. Are right. we like like Toomey? Yeah. What a jackass that guy is. I mean, come on. Or Ben Sass. He's gone already. So it's there are people that are like retiring. Flake, Flake, Flake could have done the right thing. They all could have done the right thing, and they didn't. Bill. They want their they want their lobby money or whatever they're going to start. Oh, they still want to be invited to all the parties, the fundraising, the things, and whatever, and they still want to be accepted in you know acceptable Republican society afterwards. It's not polite at all. Um, and speaking of Thank abortion, you. that's what I was looking for. Speaking of abortion, because we just talked about uh, Representative Cheney, uh, in Florida, and you spell that with a D-U-H at the end of the name of the state. No E, though. No, Florida. Um, An appeals court has affirmed an order from a lower court prohibiting a parentless 16-year-old from terminating her pregnancy on the grounds that she is, wait for it, she hasn't proved that she's mature enough to get an abortion, but apparently she's mature, she's mature enough mature to, to have to, a baby. To have intercourse, have it result in a baby, then raise that baby. So yeah. she's mature enough for that. Yes. Just not mature enough for a to medical procedure. a pregnancy that she doesn't want. And she was also mature enough to hire a lawyer because she doesn't have parents or any other next of kin to navigate through the I'm legal gonna system. I'm going to go and jump right ahead to the end of the line and guess that some sort of benefactor is going to step in and escort her to a place where she can safely have her reproductive needs met. She needs to get out here. Um, that's just gross. It's, it's all gross. It's all going to come back to haunt them. They caught the car. Their faces smashed up against the back bumper. Now they don't know what to do. Well, I mean, there are some states, I think we talked, I'm not sure if it was you and me or, or 
uh, Sean and What's me. the difference? Uh, if it was, I don't know who it was, but there are certain medications. There's rheumatoid arthritis medication. There are some lupus medications. Oh, the people are being denied because it also has multiple uses or possibly. No, no, no. It, it can possibly cause, cause a miscarriage. Because if you watch a lot of commercials that are for pharmaceuticals. Oh, my God. If you are pregnant or plan on to become pregnant, please just, because it could cause a miscarriage, potentially. What's the one the kids used to take for their face, like when they had really Accutane? bad acne? Accutane. Accutane. It says Oh, yeah, you can't. Don't thing. even touch it if you're pregnant. Yeah. Don't even. There's, I wonder if there's warnings about Accutane. I wonder if pregnant women can get Accutane. Probably not. They probably don't get it. Because if they want to stay pregnant, they won't take it. But it's like people that could become pregnant. But, I mean, that was like since the 80s. Yes. But the, the thing is, is a lot of these medications say if you are or are planning to become pregnant, basically, if you can get pregnant between the ages of 10 and don't. 50, this drug could potentially cause a miscarriage. They don't say that, but that's obviously what they mean. Now, any woman between the age of 10 and 50 can possibly get pregnant. But say there was a woman who is, who's got lupus and she lives in a dark red state. And as soon as Dobbs came down, she went to refill her lupus medication prescription. And her doctor said, I can't give it to you because it could cause a this miscarriage. This is a true anecdote you're uh-huh. sharing. I got it. I can't give it to you because you might get pregnant. And she's like, I don't want to get pregnant. I am on birth control. I am not planning on getting pregnant. It sounds like he got a memo from his uh, insurance company where he gets his... Uh, well, my problem is the AMA malpractice. is not pushing back. And then Sean and I were talking about, why isn't the pharmaceutical company pushing back on this? There are medications now that... A bunch of states aren't going to give their, out. their lawyers are still going over the paperwork and the decision and making decisions about it's that. Medical decision. Also, that's to do with women, so they care less. So is that. Okay. Moving right along. Moving right along. Dr. Oz and Crudite. <laughs> that commercial is just ridiculous. What does he think he's doing? Oh, some people call it Crudite. Okay, dude, maybe in New Jersey, where you live, they call it crudite. Well, and regardless of who calls it what, it's ridiculous. They call it, like they call it a veggie platter. It's a veggie bro. platter. And they don't put asparagus on a veggie platter. You have to cook asparagus. You never asparagus. put asparagus Broccoli, on a veggie. Broccoli, sure. Cauliflower, of course. You want to throw a few mushrooms on there. Why not? Yeah. They're good with ranch. You don't put it, nobody puts asparagus, raw asparagus, on no. a vegetable platter. No. <clears throat> no. And by the way, the $6 for salsa, that was actually for... Uh, uh, like some bruschetta or something. It wasn't for the salsa. The salsa was two ninety nine. So we lied about that too. So it's bruschetta, not for. Okay, got it. All right, oh no, it was uh, what's the the red soup fish or gazpacho? Soup? Yeah, it was like gazpacho or something. Lord. He's just a clown. Like, why is he running? Like, he can't, he's not going to win this race. God no, Fetterman's going to wipe the floor with him. I mean, I just they're giving doing a. Who was the gal in Arizona? Christine O'Donnell in Delaware, and the one in a, in Arizona that just literally gave us back the Senate that year. Yeah, Christina, I'm not a witch, O'Donnell. Right. And uh, I remember her. the lady in Arizona who was the nut job. Uh-huh. And, she, and like they had someone who was perfectly qualified to win that seat, and then they put a nut on the ballot. Well, so I between mean, Herschel Walker. Oh, God, Herschel uh, Walker. I just, Oz, the man. J.D. Vance, who's just a liar and a and clown. And they pulled their shameless. money out. They pulled their money out of Arizona, Pennsylvania, Who's Who's racing and Arizona? Georgia. Uh, the, the D- who's the guy running against Kelly. Whoever that is, they pulled money out of him. They they are going. Where can we maybe hold a seat versus win I mean, a seat? Fifty three or fifty four would be nuts. We need more, but we need like fifty eight, sixty. That's never going to happen. But fifty four would be fantastic. We could get that, and we, we could, could say we could codify voting rights. We could codify Roe. 
A lot of things. And we, we can fix understand. what's wrong with the it's IRA. Like say, we want to be careful about the, the filibuster because, you know, the filibuster, you know, when, when they're in control, Don't we're in care. trouble. It's like, here's the deal. Fil- the filibuster's already gone. Mitch McConnell just hasn't told us yet. Well, and so by the way. So important enough, like a Supreme Court seat, for instance, comes up, the filibuster's gone. So why, why we're hemming and hawing and, and clutching at our pearls over this. We have to stop doing that altogether. Also, the filibuster saves the Republicans from their own madness. If you think about oh, it. Oh, do tell. Well, all right. For instance, the uh, overturning of the ACA. Well, Democrats filibustered it, right? So if there's no filibuster and they can't stop it and oh, say that, Republicans that, that have 51 that, votes. That would have been another car-catching, murderous exactly. 20 million people losing their insurance. And Mitch McConnell has said they will overturn – they will make Roe – they will make Dobbs federal law if given the opportunity. He has said that out loud. No, we need to we need to run on all that. We need to get everybody on the record. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys. You well, know, it is on the record for them. It's eventually, sooner now rather than later, mm-hmm. because it's a race for for like the white Christian nationalist movement, which is the thing that's most at threat. Nazis. Um, it's a race against population. Like, can we? get enough of a stranglehold on this electorate before we run out of the numbers. Right. Right now, it looks very, very close that they can because, you know, they're, they're, their hope was to develop a permanent ruling minority, a, a, an apartheid of sorts. Right. Um, I don't, I'm not sure anymore. I thought they were on track for it between gerrymandering and the Electoral College. I thought, yeah, they have a stranglehold on this electorate. They, w- they don't have to worry about losing elections anymore. Now they can just do whatever they want. But I think that they this was too far of a reach. It was. That's why Joe, I think it was a it was, it was what's known as a Pyrrhic victory. You know yeah. What that is? It, yeah. Well, it's that's why why John Roberts' concurrence in Dobbs was like we shouldn't have done it because he wanted it to be the frog slowly boiling in the pot, not jumping in the boiling. Well, pot. The, fl- the frog's been boiling for forty years. So the fact that it just came out dead last week should be of a surprise to exactly no one. Well, I know, but I, like I said, I thought that they would uphold the Mississippi law and strike down the Texas law and not just strike down Roe altogether. It happened about 40 years ago when they started taking over all the state legislatures. Yeah. And we were asleep at the wheel thinking it's all on the national scene. It's like, no, it's, dude. No, no, no. It's at school they, boards. They outthunk us. It's school boards. They outthunk us. They did. They did. Um, and they, they've been working on it for that long. And that's why we need to, you need to vote in every election. And I don't care if it's for dog catcher, you need to vote. Do we vote for dog catcher anymore? I don't I think, know. I think dog catchers have had an important job. And be nice to the doggy once you catch him or her. And find him a nice home. Yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, did so you So he does get hit by a car. Right. We don't want that. Yeah. That would be terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm pro dog catcher. I know. You're, okay. As long as they're nice. Yeah. And not mean like in the cartoons. Or, or the on, net. Or the little rascals. <laughs> um, so Laura Ingram. Ingraham? What did she do Ingraham. Don't tell She's me got she the threw, nicest voice. Um, don't tell me she threw someone under the bus. She did. His name is Donald Trump. Oh, I remember she had Christina Bob, who I think was on OANN, but is also a lawyer. Now is Trump's lawyer. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, like, uh, about the do- well, their nuclear doctor. Well, I don't know. It's like, well, did you talk to your client? No. Well, that's a lie. Obviously, you know, you're not going to not talk to your client. And she was, she was giving her a pretty solid grilling. Well, she said on Monday that it's— That was the day before today. Yes. Uh she said that Americans might be ready to, quote, turn the page on Trump as he decides whether to run. She said people conflate uh, Trump with people's overall sense of happiness in the country. Donald Trump's been a friend of mine for 25 years, and I'm always very open about this on my show. But, you know, we'll see whether that's what the country wants. The country, I think, is so exhausted. They're exhausted by the battle, the constant battle, that they believe that, well, maybe it's time to turn the page. Mm-hmm. She goes, if we can get someone who has all of his policies who's not Trump, that would be Liz Cheney. 
Yeah, pretty much. That would be well, Liz Cheney. Let's be clear. Trump doesn't have any policies. No, he has no, ideolo- he has no ideology. He has nothing. He has, all he wants is money and power. The Bible is my favorite book. Can you name one passage? No. Two Corinthians went to a bar. I mean, um, I don't believe in anything. I could tell you the 23rd Psalm. You know, it's like anybody can come up with Everybody that. Everybody that's ever been to a funeral knows the 23rd Or watch song. TV for five minutes. Yes, it was my great-grandmother's uh, it's, it's very least pers- favorite It's very song. personal. I don't want to discuss it. Well, you should have said, well, you know, a lot of people think that it's, you know, that you've come to religion so late is it might not be sincere. So aside from what your personal beliefs, because, we, you know, we understand how, how personal religion can be. Can you name any, can you name any Bible passage? Even if it's even just a random one. Even just the first, <clears throat> first commandment. Try that. Go. Um... And that's Old Testament for for those of you that are, you know, oh, playing, cool. along, playing along. So yeah, she's thrown. And then Sean Hannity basically said yesterday, I believe, that even a felon can run for president. Oh no, he's, nothing he, prohibits he, he's, you. He's still fully in. Let him run. Let him run as a felon. And then Tucker Carlson, <clears throat> legal has started talking to the Fox News big ratings grabbers. Sure. Because with the violence against the FBI recently, mm-hmm. um, Tucker Carlson. I'm paraphrasing last night, I guess, on Monday night when he came back from his vacation, um, basically said, you know, I've been hearing that Trump wants to calm everybody down. And it's like Fox News' legal department's going, guys, you're going to get sued. Somebody's going to get killed. When an FBI killed. office gets bombed, when an FBI agent gets called out to something and they get shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on you now if you keep doing this. I think the president should call out the former president to make a statement regarding de- Merrick Garland de- de- did decrying. No, he should directly call for the former president to ask his supporters to dial back the rhetoric and acknowledge that the FBI and the Justice Department and our law enforcement in this country are heroes. The problem and then watch with- Trump and you know fall into the quicksand that they set up for him. Well, the thing what I've been um, noting. Is a word, I guess, the yeah, proper word. I'm not sure if it's the proper word for paying attention to. Paying attention to. Okay, here are the five or six. Five or six. Is it? How many? Let me just check. Five. Five different excuses for what he had at Mar-a-Lago. And they're all contradictory and don't make sense. Started with they were taken by accident. During the chaos, they just packed up stuff. Planted. Okay. Wait. And then two. Sorry. Two was yes, they were planted. Then three was he was just bringing his home. His work home because with him. he's known for that. He's his, so his diligence and paperwork, his due diligence and reading, his reading comprehension. Other presidents took home class. No, they didn't. Um, and these documents were declassified. No, you cannot declassify nuclear. I documents. hereby declassify Wave my wand, and it is declassified. No, I mean that, that's that, not how it works. That, that's what they're going to go with. That's not how it works, especially with nuclear material. You really there, can't there's a do different it that process way. for it's that. A very different process, and um, and guess what? It doesn't matter if it's classified or not. It's ours. It's it's, it's it the historic to you and archives. Me. It belongs to the American public, and you're not allowed to have it. Nope. And and if if you brought something like the Clintons, they took like some silverware or something from the White House. Was it a gift? Or it was something a gift. Thing? So they ended but up you paying can't, for it. It's more than twenty five hundred bucks. You have to pay for they it. They paid or leave for it. it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, sorry, we'll pay for it. That's theirs. They can keep that. That's fine. If he wants to keep the stupid Kim Jong Un thing, get a copy of it. Keep that. And the the letter that President Obama wrote to him, fine, get a copy of it, but that's ours. Or put it in your library. You're not allowed to accept an emolument from a foreign country. You are not. You are not. But you can buy it on the way out the door. Yeah. The the actual retail price is? $19.95 if you order now. Um, And, okay, so they released the search warrant, but not the underlying affidavit, which they never will do until trial. I think what they should do is they should call Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer into a room and say, this is what we have. This is why we can't release it. 
because for two reasons that you don't add the house, because if you add Nancy, you have to add um, McCarthy. And he's such a, a weasel and a liar. And he'll tell, you know, he'll leak for sure. So that's the, that's the, well, the, w- the whatever, the slip you're putting over just so you're not in, in the house. You know, what's his name? McConnell hates Trump. And they'll both come out and they say, what we've seen, these, these, it's incredibly sensitive stuff. It puts sources and methods at risk. And witnesses. And, and, well, and witnesses. It would, it would threaten the, the lives of people involved in the investigation. It would threaten these in very, very important investigations. And we both conclude that, that it was the proper decision not to release the affidavit yet. And also, just so you know, we would not have known about the search at Mar-a-Lago Trump, had Donald Trump not said anything. No, they showed up like with no, with no sirens. They didn't yeah. have the FBI jackets on. Yeah. They quietly presented their paperwork, mm-hmm. and that was that. They Oh, and they notified the Secret Service there, hey, we're coming in. And the Secret Service let them in. Well, of course they would. And uh, Jill Winebanks, I was listening to her show um, from last Friday, so it's recent. Um, she said that that type of a warrant with what we have seen from it, it would have had to have been something they just learned about within the past week or two. So remember they got the videotapes in June of Mar-a-Lago? They got videotapes. They got their surveillance Oh, even tapes. they got some of the information. Oh, they got the videotape. Okay, got it. They got those in June. So they probably took a while to go through the hundreds of hours of tape, which showed who was going in and out of areas, plus what sure. boxes might have been being moved around. And I, they haven't said this, but because it would be in the affidavit, they might have been able to get a, a, a wire tap on phones. Which could have been him on the phone with so and so going, hey, you know, I got this nuclear well, he's stuff. A, he's the most transactional person exactly. in the history of American politics. Yes. So he doesn't do anything if there's not something in it for him. Exactly. Obviously. Or the, he was being blackmailed by other countries to say, you need to get this, 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 and this, or this is happening to he you. Did, I don't think he'd even understand what he was taking, but clearly he was, in my opinion, looking to exchange them. For something of value. Oh, absolutely. And um, I just want to know, is it Where's Saudi Arabia? Where's the $2 billion Arabia? that Jared got? Is Ooh. it Saudi Arabia? Is it M- an MBS? Is it Putin? I mean, like, what? who? Well, Mary Trump think, thinks... Who's the trading partner in this? Well, Mary Trump thinks that Jared is the witness, is the CI. Oh, and not Meadows. Yes. She thinks it's Jared. Oh, Jared, Jared would throw that whole family under the bus. He would. Although I read an interesting article that, about Jared and Ivanka just saying that they're that one, someone who knows them both says they're they're both broken in exactly the same way. Yeah, they're just awful. Which is probably interesting, which well, is interesting. Yeah. He's, uh, more, he's more awful. He's a ghoul. He is. A, a bloodless ghoul. He is also unformed. He needs to be in the oven a little longer. Yeah. You know, not, that's the worst analogy for me, but he needs to cook a little longer. He's just, he's a little mushy, like a tadpole. Um... So, yeah, I mean, the underlying affidavit, not only not releasing, you don't release the affidavit not only to protect witnesses and, and sources well, of methods. Specifically what's in the affidavit. Protects, you're, t- you're telling the judge exactly the stuff that you have. It also protects the target. The affidavit is different than the warrant. Yes, and it protects the target. Explain, explain to me exactly the difference. It's just, it's just a much more specific, detailed It gives you account. the reasoning for getting the warrant. We know this, 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 and this. This we, is the reason. We have this evidence that suggests mm-hmm. this is and happening. And you can use hearsay in an affidavit. Be, yes. There's no, I don't, I don't understand why you can't use hearsay at a court. Because it's you, better you, direct evidence but, but, is direct evidence. I know, and you can, and the jury can take that under consideration. I know. Well, in civil trials, I believe you can use that, but not mm-hmm. in criminal. But people make it seem like if something is hearsay, it's 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 completely non-functional. That it that it's well, you can use no, it to get no value. You can use it to get evidence that no, would then it, be direct. But it's worth zero. 
But I mean, the, but what it's happened? It's a guy, like a lie detector test. You can't put it, in, you can't admit it, but they, they use it as an investigative well, people use tool. hearsay to get the evidence. Yes. So an FBI agent can say, this person told me, which is technically hearsay. Then they hearsay. go to that person. And then in a trial, you go to that person. But the FBI agent who's getting a search warrant can say, that person told me this information, therefore... And based I'm on my previous work and, and their credibility, And that's why I believe that we should go and search this person's home. That's, that's where the hearsay comes in, is the FBI agent or the, whoever the investigators are is writing down hearsay evidence. Sure. They might have direct evidence as well, like videotapes or, or wiretaps or whatever, but it's basically, you know, hearsay is allowed in an affidavit. And what unsealing the affidavit will also harm Donald Trump potentially because it shows what crimes he He's may committed. have committed. Yes. So releasing the affidavit, he just wants the witness information. That's all he wants released. No, he's, playing, he's trying to play a game of chicken. The and same game of chicken that Merrick Garland played with him. One also, think about this. <laughs> he could file a motion to have the affidavit released. Trump could. Sure. Has he done that yet? No. Only people with FOIA. So this is, this is the version of hold me back, hold me back. Because if he really wanted to file a motion, he has the legal right to file a motion. Sure. Who, the people that have been filing the motions are publications. Or newspapers and 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 FOIA requests, FOIA requests, and things like because everybody's curious. Those are the people filing the motions. He has not filed a motion. So if you really want it, I don't think he knows what to do. I think I don't. He's terrified. I think he he has probably different. Every one of these cases, a different type of case, it requires a different type of legal expertise. And he doesn't have whether it's Georgia, whether it's New York, whether it's what's going on in Florida. And the Florida thing doesn't have anything to do with the one six, which they may be ready to indict him on the one six. So. There's a lot. And then, okay, so w- regarding Georgia. Hi, little kitty. No, you can't have that. Any chance Melania is the source? No. Too dumb? No. Doesn't care? Doesn't care. I'm wondering why she hasn't plotted an exit strategy yet. She had no time. Well, you know, you know, there was a meme going around, a picture of Barron Trump left at, at Mar-a-Lago while it's closed, okay. and everybody else is in Jersey, and, and the FBI comes in and he goes, safe's back there, <laughs> while he's playing his Xbox. I saw that. See, that's funny. Um, so Giuliani is reported to want to uh, die a free man. Don't we all, when it comes right down to it? But since he's now, he knows he's a target so in he, the Georgia. So he means literally free, like not incarcerated, not like, uh, not like unburdening his conscience. Right. Okay. He's, he doesn't want to serve time. Um, according to his He's former, not worried about dying free of these demons that have been no. haunting him. No, he knows he's a target in the Georgia case. Only because they told him. Well, and they do tell you when you're a target. <laughs> yeah. Um, and his former press secretary said, um, which means we think you did it and we're investigating, we're investigating and we're about you. to press charges. And you, he's testifying tomorrow in Georgia. They're bringing him down there tomorrow. And there's a, a court order for cat. Do not eat that. She loves plastic. I don't know what it is. Um, she's the weirdest cat. And, uh, Lindsey Graham's has been ordered to testify as well. Now he's probably also a target. Uh, I mean, I don't know what he's calling another state for to meddle in their elections. I mean, even if he called South Carolina, also meddling in the election. I wish Brad uh, Raffsenberger was a little more, when he was having that phone call, the 11,700 vote thing, mm-hmm. he's saying, Mr. President, here's the situation. You don't have, we don't have the votes. Mm-hmm. So this can be, the thing you're asking can be accomplished, mm-hmm. but we would need, we would either need to fabricate votes for you or lose valid votes for your opponent. Now, the, the, 
Those, that's the only the, way to do this it. This isn't impossible, but I can't take a wink and a hint or a nod. These are two serious of things that you're asking us to do for me to go on a whim or what I think you're doing or a hint. So either if you want us to move forward with this plan, right. which would require us, you know, manufacturing votes you do not get or invalidating votes that he did get, you have to tell me yes or no. Right. And and we will respect your wishes. Have this all on video. I know, or audio. And then just and then just hammer and then then it's done forever. Well I mean it was still bad. He was pretty close. He was close. Just find me the uh, What votes. do you think Trump would have said if he, if he got hit with that? But you need to tell me yes or no. Was if it you Meadows to, on the phone? Meadows if, probably might have would have stopped him. We you know if you need us to move forward on the plan, you need to give us clear directions. I wish he had said that. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, he has testified to the grand jury at this point. Is uh, Stacey Adams going to beat Brian Kemp? Uh, Stacey Abrams. Abrams. Uh, I hope so. She should. She could. I don't see why she's she could. She's a turnout machine. She is. She is. Hi, baby. Did you want to see what's in the Amazon thing? I don't know what it is. That's a pretty cute cat, I must say. She is. She's getting so brave in her old age. And bored. <laughs> and bo- well, yeah. Well, you Do you know. have anything to say to these nice people that sat around and listened to our nonsense for the last hour? Thank you. Yeah, that's enough. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Patreon people. Um, uh, thank you. Yeah, we. Yeah, thank you, Patreon people. You're coming up next, Patreons. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. Oh, did you save your best stuff for last? Sam Donaldson. We'll talk about him in a second. I was watching Sam yesterday talk to... Jim Acosta. Yeah. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we'll be talking at you guys next week. Bye. Because everybody needs help. Yes.